Hello friends, welcome to SoCal Stories. I have an excellent conversation coming up for you today, but first let's get to the housekeeping. Uh, if you want to check me out on Instagram, it's at Gregars, that's G-R-E-G-G-A-R-Z. If you want to email me, it's thesocalstories at gmail.com. And if you'd like to contribute or just see some of the latest updates about the podcast, you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash SoCal. Today's guest is Kirk Collins. He is a stand-up comedian and has had an interesting LA journey. Really, that's all I have to say because he says it better himself. So let's roll the thing. Like, not just the music and then outside it's really loud too, so. Yeah. I didn't realize that part. You didn't realize that part. No. Did you realize that I was recording? Because no. I'm recording now. Perfect. Hey guys. <laughs> Hello. So, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Kurt Collins. Kurt Collins, and you are a comedian. I am. Of some sort. Some I'd, sort. You know, what's interesting is that I found you on Instagram very recently, said, hey, do you want to come on the show? And you were like, sure, why not? And I have <laughs> had almost no time to sort of like necessarily look you up, so I don't know much about you. I would love for you to tell me about you. Um, <laughs> and that's why you're on the podcast anyway, right? <laughs> Talk um, about myself. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we always start on the podcast by talking about whether or not you're, or if you're from LA, like tell me what, where you lived and what you think about it or if you moved to LA tell me about that I moved to LA okay I'm from Wisconsin 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 okay so uh, tell me about Wisconsin um, I love Wisconsin mind you um, it's just really cold yeah you know during the winter it yeah. gets a bit like I just came here is... from New York City and <laughs> well so I, I came here six months ago from New York City okay and welcome uh, thank you <laughs> uh, but they are like all of my friends in New York are right are like they're like oh it's one degree and I sent a message to them was like it was seventy this weekend and they just all sent flames straight into my DMs they were like you asshole I get so, that every day right? too because I'm like oh and it's like, seventy oh, degrees so they're shoveling their cars out yeah <laughs> like must be rough so okay so Wisconsin, Wisconsin too cold yep. but you live there and what what drove you here like I mean. Literally. Like, how did you get here? I drove here. What? I drove here. Um, okay. It was me, my fiance at the time, um, and two cats. Two cats. Mm -hmm. A fiance, a car, Wisconsin to directly to Los Angeles? Yep. Okay. What was the plan? <laughs> we didn't have much of a plan. Um, we signed a lease online for Park La Brea. I don't know if you've ever, ever heard of it. I have not. It's a very large, it's like the largest apartment community there's like a thousand buildings it's like crazy yeah or something yeah but um i'd never been to california i'd never been to la yeah and yeah we just moved here we just were like let's fuck it let's try it try it man so what uh, uh what specifically about la attracted what was attractive about la well i wanted to work in the entertainment industry sure. and the entertainment industry in wisconsin is um that, that's there's it. No, that's, that's it. it. Right? There's no entertainment industry. So it was like, let's get out of here and see how it goes. Sure, sure. Um, so you did something while you were like living in Wisconsin, right? What mm -hmm. was it you did there? Like, um, I mean, obviously you were doing comedy alongside things, I'm guessing, like maybe doing stand-up. Uh, no, I hadn't until I moved here. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what were you doing uh, in Wisconsin there like that? Before you left, what, what was I it left, you were leaving? I was in school. Okay. So then I graduated college. Sure. And 
I went to college late, so I was probably like, I don't know, 27, 28 when I graduated. Okay. And you studied? Uh, I was a double major. I did marketing and supply chain operations management. Oh my God. It is just, <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. I got an MBA recently. Oh, so congratulations. I, my MBA was in marketing management and information oh. systems. So welcome to the nerd cast. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us apparently are on it. <laughs> yeah. We're a little nerdy. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so that was your undergrad. Yes. Um, and so you graduated and at that point you were like, Time to go. Yeah, I had got a job right out of college, and I was like, uh... Job at? AB Data. AB Data. Oh, sounds just so sexy. So sexy. Mm. It was, like, just so sexy that you can't even... It was mass mailings. Woo! Yeah. Woo! You know, get Envelopes that. and post office and the whole thing. It was wow. great. That sounds awful. But I did it for a couple months, and it was... It was fine, but yeah, I was like, this is not where I die. This is going <laughs> this is going to kill me and I will not die here. Yeah. So okay. So, so I what, had to break out. What you landed here. How did you land here? What happened? Yeah, we just signed the lease um, online and we drove cross country, took us three days. Okay. Stopped along the way, like Nebraska and Utah. Okay, did you see anything fun along the way? Did you do a like no. biggest ball of tin, I don't know, something like we that. We were just doing it, like, let's make it through this <laughs> drive. Let's not kill each other. Yeah, and the cats. Or the cats. Yeah, they didn't like being in the car for that long, but... Okay. So what did you... Did you have a plan when you got here? No. What I worked at do? the Olive Garden. You worked at the Olive Garden. Yes, and I worked at Olive Garden in Wisconsin, and I worked... I started in 07. Okay. So I worked from 07 to 2017. I worked exactly 10 Garden. years. Yeah. That's amazing. And so it was great because I was able to transfer my job here. That is key. The key. 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 I have the same situation. I, the only reason I have made it, I've been here for six months and it has been one hell of a ride. (laughs) Oh my God. So many things to say, but, uh, the only reason I've been able to stay here is because I was able to transfer my job from one place to another. It was very easy to do. Um, and that to me has been the like biggest lifesaver I've had since I moved here was having like something consistent. Right. And you have a job right away. And money, like consistent money, consistent thing to do. Learn the ropes as you go. Right. Mm -hmm. I hated it when I moved here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it was a little bit different from Wisconsin Olive Gardens, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, I worked for a couple months and. And you had someone there to help support you. Yep, my fiance. Lovely. Now my husband. Your husband now. Now my husband. Yay! Yes. Claps, claps, claps. Thank you. So tell me about your husband. <laughs> so he is from India. Okay. He's a software engineer. And you met in Wisconsin. We met in Wisconsin. How did you meet? On a app. Ooh. <laughs> Called Scruff. Little, oh, is that, I thought it was like, is it going to get grindery in here? No, it isn't. It was Scruffy. Okay. I was working at the Olive Garden. Oh, no. Yes. You were a bad employee. Bad employee. And Olive Garden was like probably 20, 25 minutes away from my house. And you know, it's by proximity. So he lived far away from my house. So that I would never yes. met him if I would have just been on Scruff. At your house. By my house. And this whole this whole venture of your life would not have happened possibly. Exactly. So, I'd probably still be in Wisconsin. Yeah. So and okay, so you were saying what it was he that, that he does? He's a software engineer. Software engineer. Yeah. Okay. And he and works from home. 
so we can work anywhere oh, okay. in the country. Because I was like, alone. he moved. How did he get the chance to move in the sense that you could move? So yeah. like, that's okay. That's n that's a nice nice feature. Yeah. There you it's go. Pretty lucky. So uh, you got married. You got married here in Los Angeles. We got married in Vegas after in we moved. Vegas. Because uh, <laughs> you know, come on. Why not? Party city. Yeah. Um, Tell me about the wedding. Was it was it really like a Vegas wedding, or was it like a I, we planned a huge thing and was, we did a thing. We planned a huge thing. Um, I wanted to get married before I was thirty, so mm -hmm. I got married one day before I was thirty. <laughs> Fantastic. It was great. Um, about fifty people came and, from Wisconsin, which is pretty great. I have pretty great friends and family. Good. And then. That's awesome. So we had the bachelor party the night before the wedding, which is Ooh. the worst study in the world. I mean, it's a double bachelor party? Double bachelor party. Is, uh, so were the two of you separated at that time? So having individual bachelor combined, parties? Combined, then we separated, and then we by the end together. we combined again. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Sounds like an adventure that does not need to be repeated no, in ever. audio format. But I'm sure it was great. It was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really fun. And then my birthday is St. Patrick's Day, so then... With the bachelor party, the wedding, and then it was St. Patrick's Day, which was woo. my thirtieth birthday. Woo! So, woo, is right. You are probably a friend of the of the drinking. Yeah, at least on that we, day that, you were. That weekend, or it was weekdays, but it was it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad I just survived. So tell me about the actual wedding itself. It was at this place called Viva Las Vegas, I believe. Okay. <laughs> was it lit? Was it? Was it a, a... There was no Elvis. Okay, it wasn't an Elvis. No, there okay. was no Elvis. Whew. Very nice... Um, gentle person. Gentle person <laughs> officiated the wedding. Okay. He was great. Then um, we had a reception at the same place, and it was great. Oh, nice. But there was only one person couldn't make our wedding because they were too hungover from the bachelor party. Oh, my God. A straight guy. Oh, and no. And my wedding was at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> that's that's Pretty intense. Sad. Yeah. He couldn't make. He couldn't, couldn't rally by 7:30 p.m. Flew to Vegas for our wedding and did not make and it. Did and not did not make, make the reception. The we did not see him that whole night. What a ridiculousness. Yeah. Okay, so when was that in your? Because you moved here, you are here in Los Angeles. Some point in time there was wedding. Yeah. When was that? And now, like, where are we at? I moved in your here timeline? right when Trump became president. Well. Yeah. Okay. I think November 3rd was the day we landed, 2016 landed, <laughs> when we it. drove in, and then... Um, so can I just, can I commiserate for a moment? Yeah. I fell asleep going, it was still possible. I'm going to fall asleep now because it's still possible. Like, if I, if I don't go to sleep now, okay? And then I woke up in the middle of the fucking night, like in probably 3 a.m., something like that. And I look at my phone, and it says Trump president Ugh. on it. Ugh. And I was certain that I was dreaming. I was so certain that I was dreaming Nightmare. that I said, I'm going to go back to sleep because I'm dreaming right now. Because this is not real life. And that's okay. And when I wake up, Hillary's going to be president. It's not ideal by any stretch because there's a lot of problems going on, but you know, we're not on fire. You yeah. know, that would be great. Uh, and then I woke up and it hadn't changed and um, I went crazy a little, yeah. I think. Me too. I can't live in this world. 
it's not a world I can live in. No. Right? It's Sorry. Crazy. Sorry to. I was so like, thankful that was just I me, left but Wisconsin. You, okay, so you landed here yeah. the day. The day. It was actually November 3rd, I think, is when we landed. So okay. the election, I think, was the 6th, 7th. Something like it that. It was along those lines. It would yeah. have been vote. That would have been voting. Nah, I don't know. It's yes. The election's Some, right in that area. Yeah, it was very close by, and um, I mean, we, our furniture hadn't arrived yet or anything. We just had a TV, and an air mattress, and our cats, and some of my clothes. <laughs> and that was it. And it was just yeah, very devastating day, Damn. when Hillary yeah lost. Whew. Okay, so you got there. So wait, when did you get married? So then, okay, yeah. So that was November 2016. We got married in March 2017. Oh, okay. So we'd already been planning our wedding um, prior to moving and picking everything up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, after that, so you lived, what was, you you said uh, the location where you first lived? Park La Brea. Park La Brea. Tell me about Park La Brea. Park La Brea is amazing. It's an amazing spot for when you first move to LA. A lot of people end up there. Okay. Um, It's huge. There's towers and then there's garden apartments. Okay. And so we lived in a garden apartment. Lovely. And it's great because there's so much root, like there's lawn and, you know, we had a patio. Like we could have a grill and patio furniture. Now in like, take center LA, where like north, east, southwest, where is... It's like in the middle. Oh, it's like right in the middle Pretty much in the middle. It's like you're two miles away. We're downtown-ish LA right now. That's you and me where we are currently. But it's kind of the middle, right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Maybe. I don't know. I'm new I'm here. I'm seven you miles away. No more. So is it? Wait, you don't still live there though, right? Well, I moved across the street. Oh, <laughs> out you of mean, Park La Brea. Okay. All right. So you still <laughs> live there. You just happen to be in a slightly different location. We've upgraded a little bit. Yes. Okay. So you went from the garden apartment to the full house. <laughs> um, we moved to this place called Museum Terrace. Okay. And it's right next to LACMA. Have you been to LACMA? I have been to LACMA. Like literally right across the street from LACMA. Okay. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Yeah. So it's for me, it's a central location. I don't know if it's central of LA, but it's like two miles away from Beverly Hills, two miles away from Hollywood, two miles away from West Hollywood. Right. The places All I care about the, the most. All the important places. <laughs> um, so you are a comedian. Yeah. That happened not necess- like by like not by accident, but like you weren't planning on becoming a comedian, it sounded like. Right? No. Or what happened? Tell me Tell me that moment. Yeah, you know. Because that happened here? Yes, it happened here. Lovely. So I've always loved to make people laugh. Like, that's been something just, I was always like the class clown and like just silly. And I like to like mess with people. I mess with my coworkers here a lot. Yeah. To their annoyance. And um, I looked up comedy classes. Yeah. One day when I was bored at work. <laughs> and I signed up. Wow. And then, you know, they helped me get some performances. And it's been a fun ride. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool to hear. Uh, so what what was the first time like for you? Like, what was that first moment? Because you signed up for classes. Was Were you just thrown up on, on a stage and asked to do something? Or how did it work? No, um, these classes were really cool because they're very collaborative. And what we did is we started writing the story of our lives. And then we'd talk about it in class. We'd read that story. And then... The teacher and the students, we all together would pick out what was funny mm-hmm. about your story or what you could turn into something funny. And that's kind of how my act developed. Um, I talk about Wisconsin a lot. Yeah. Growing up, I grew up in the country. Sure. So um, 
there's just a lot of different things to talk about, and my family's all Republican. I'm obviously oh, not. I get that. <laughs> I feel those their first, feelings. Yeah, their firstborn's gay. Then I have a gay <laughs> brother. Oh my! Yes. That's gotta be. That's like competition on who's the worst person. Right. Right. In your family, at least the way yeah. that they would see it. But now they're great. Like yeah. I mean, they're fabulous now. But yeah, it took a long time. I bet to get them that way. I bet. I don't know that my family's there. I'm. I don't think that they're there. No. But you know, hey, it's it is what it is. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think it's harder that I'm an atheist than anything else, probably. But uh, yeah. Um, I think mine is. The problem is that I'm a Democrat. Is <laughs> a bigger that problem. That you're a Democrat. Yeah. Now I think that's the big problem. I mean, it's definitely not on the top of the <laughs> list of things. Like it's definitely not something that they're saying. Oh, Greg's a Democrat. Yay! Because yeah. they both voted for. Trump themselves. Jesus Christ, I can't even think about it. Uh, Okay, anyway, so um, tell me more about what you're doing in your comedy career. Like, tell me, so you went through classes. Yeah. Tell me, like, what you learned from that. What did you get from your classes? I learned, so I'd say, like, the first time that I went on stage, um, it was about five, six minutes long, and... I took from that experience, obviously watching the video and just learning more about stage presence and slowing down. Like when you practice, you don't have an audience. So you don't really, for me, I didn't give them time to laugh because, you know, in my mirror, it was just me. (laughs) So the joke is not new. Right. And you're just trying to, you're cranking and that's what's coming out. So I came up with like a whole thing, pretty much like a script, basically. Mm -hmm. And I just go up there and do my script. And then the second time I did it, you know, it was 10 minutes and longer. And now I've got like 15 minutes worth of material. Nice. It's a pretty long time. <laughs> um, so what do you, uh, do you go up on a regular basis? What does that look like for you? So um, I haven't gone up since October. Oh, wow. I know. The holidays. I mean holidays. Come on. Yeah, yeah. it was the holidays. And then um, I started a new job pretty, I'd say, within six months and opening a big building that took up a lot of my time. Yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes you have to actually, you know, pay the rent. Right. And so I'm, uh, comedy has not paid any bills yet. <laughs> so that I is why I'm working a day job. it will happen fairly soon. <laughs> Someday. Hopefully we're crossing our fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, where do, what are places that you like to, like, what are venues that you've You've so I've only to. I've only performed at the same venue. The a couple same times. venue a couple yeah. times. Okay, which which, which I one love. is it? Um, oh my god, I'm drawing blank. <laughs> oh, it's the Fanatic Saloon Theater in Culver City. Okay, and Why it's do a you great place. I actually like. It feels like home. Like I walk in, mm-hmm. I just love it. It's very intimate. Um, it's got a cute little stage, great DJ. I know a lot of the other comics that perform there. Okay. Um, and then kind of, like, people have seen me around, so they know me, and I just it just feels very comfortable. It's very safe. Okay. Good, also. good, good. And I've had great reactions to my comedy there, so yeah. I think that's another reason I really like it. But, yeah, my goal this year is to perform, I want to perform at the Improv Theater, okay. which is on Melrose. Yeah. Um, that's my big goal. They have three open mic nights, so I'm going to try some open mic. Nice. And see how that goes. And I'm auditioning for America's Got Talent, too. So we'll oh see how goodness. that goes. Yes, that's so cool. Yeah. Snaps to you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so what your if you were to like try and boil down what your style might be, um, not that I think that might be a little bit of an oversimplification because people should 
you know, they tell stories and stuff like that. And that's who you are. But mm-hmm. if you were just to still like what your comedy aesthetic is, what would that be? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a little bit raunchy. Okay. I'm a little bit dirty. It starts out very nice and then it gets Just a little bit slutty, gay slutty. Blue and uh, so you're like do you do gay comedy? Is it all It's just telling stories basically of my life. A lot of it's like embarrassing things that I've done. Right. So it's mostly like laughing at myself at the things that I've done. And, okay. Um some of it is <laughs> well, I mean, you are gay, therefore some of it is yeah. gay. But uh, when I say that, like, are the venue that you're at is not particularly no. gay, Mm-mm. right? Okay. No. So, uh, is that, are you a unique voice there, would you say? Yeah. Okay. I definitely say so. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, do you think that that is somewhat harder for you? No. Or, th- I mean, you like you seem to like it there a lot, yeah. right? The reaction's been great. Like, even people that, you know, generally you wouldn't think would laugh sure or like this is hilarious yeah, so yeah, yeah. well that's I cool. felt pretty com- confident about it that we, I don't even know if going to a gay place a gay place this you know is, yeah even if they would um, terrible as you say it. right yeah that sounded awful no um, I mean it's it, I know if they would just I don't know it'd be if it'd be yeah. the same yeah yeah uh, who are so I do enjoy comedy quite a bit uh, myself but I was gonna ask uh, who are some of your idols I love female comics. This is so that crazy. Is great. But I'm like a diva uh, my person. My favorite comic is, uh, is Jackie Cation. Um, and she's a female comic and she's amazing. She works with Maria Bamford. Um, but go ahead. Sorry. You. No, that's you. Um, like I love Margaret Chow. Um, Monique. Monique. Uh, okay. Joan Rivers was like my favorite. Favorite, favorite. I would just There's, watch her and just laugh and laugh and laugh because she's a nut. She's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And it was... Uh, <laughs> I lived in New York, and I mean, I never met her, but she was just such a big part of New York, mm-hmm. like in ways that you wouldn't have realized. Um, but she was just, uh, she was such a, a neat lady, um, and like so smart and funny at the same time, mm-hmm. and like really goal oriented. She was like, I got shit to do, and she made it happen, and she got it done. She really, yeah, did. she was yeah. a hustler. Um, She's amazing. Yeah. So I love her. I love Kathy Griffin. Okay, yeah. Um, I know she has a new, like, touring special Yeah, she's thing been still doing some stuff. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I support her even after her picture. It's fine. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like that picture was just... I felt like people took way too much offense and that... And it's the same people who are, that, like, white nationalists. Like, come on. And the other thing <laughs> that I think is crazy is that that five years from now they're going to look back and be like she was she knew what she was talking about and she'll be able to say I told you so mm-hmm. you fucking idiots it's sad Like I feel like I can't get happened. away from it now though like I can't get away from the, the all of the news no like it's it's everywhere I, I don't even like this is supposed to be a podcast about you and me and our time in LA and like your history and your passions and then we always end up like every conversation as of the last month or two months has been, do you fucking know what's going on in the world? Like it's insanity. Cause it's too the much. The world's on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know. I would love to st- talk about anything else, but I can't. I physically cannot do it. It just keeps coming up. Um, it's, uh, uh, 
I'm trying to remove myself. Like, I try to watch less of it. And yeah, it's hard. It it's really, really hard. hard because I feel like I need to be on top of it, on top of... Because you need cause to know what's going on, right? I need to know that the people who are in charge are doing their fucking jobs. Now, when I say that, I mean the people who are in charge of, like, the Mueller investigation and the people who are in charge of the Democratic Party and the people who are actually fighting this goddamn fight yeah. that's on the brink of a civil fucking war, except for that no one knows who's going to strike first or where. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just going to be, like, fucking, like, anarchy in the streets, I feel, very soon. Like, it's, it could very easily turn very south. Um, especially with how, like, he's fucking Hitler. Like, Basically. Like, he is fucking Hitler, and I have said this, I was saying this before, like, before he was, when he was just a nominee for the Republican Party, mm -hmm. like, when he was not, hadn't landed the Republican Party, I was like, guys, this is how Hitler rose to power. Look at all of the signs. They're yeah. all here. Hitler's rising to power again. You're fucking missing it. Everyone's right. fucking missing it. And now he's using 30 days He's squeezing, he's torturing the public mm -hmm. and people who are public servants into like, like bow and kiss the fucking ring. Mm -hmm. And it is so, sorry, why am I, I'm sorry. No, I today. cannot get over I love the passion that you have for this because <sighs> it's something I think we all, like, I don't know, all my coworkers, we all feel the same way. Right, it's just everyone so feels it. fucking annoying. And like, we it, can't talk about it. I'm like, can Mueller get something to get this guy out of office and Nancy president? Uh, like, <laughs> she is third in line. She is third in line. She's third in line. Guys, there is hope. There is hope and we just need to knock the first two out, you know, with um, um, very ethical ways. Very ethical ways. <laughs> the, the most ethical Most ethical. Um, and then, yeah, then we'll be back to being just fine. Yeah, it'll all be great. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so, um, okay, so... Those are some of your idols. Um, yes. Would you say that uh, what is one of the most like influencing experiences you've had in your comedy career? Like in the learning or like I had this one set and it went such in such a weird way. Like those things that's happened. Yeah. yeah. I think the classes really yeah. were amazing. Not because it's like, oh, you're learning comedy, but we just made a bond with each other. Like, the group of us and it was just so fun like to be creative and we're yeah. all like coming up with different things and I was working with these two teachers who are, are comics and they're very funny one's um, Jeff Hodgins and he's hilarious mm -hmm. and it just felt like I just loved being so creative yeah it was the it's, best yeah um, so are you into improv at all I haven't done it okay. you know like so the act that I told you you know I had a script but Right. When I got up stage, got on stage, um, I just started making some things up, or I just noticed something in, like in a crowd and ad libbed, yeah. and so that was a little bit of improv added to my sure. set. But but you haven't. I mean, so you have never participated in a group improv type situation because there's improv improvisation of like do this and come know, up with this on and, the spot. And an individual improv is very different than group improv. Yeah. So like, uh, I think that there is space for individual improv and that's probably more what you do maybe uh, I did sometimes before, but there's actually. yeah like group improv is just a whole big different ball of wax because it's like yeah. everyone has to learn how to play together nicely and mm -hmm. not try and 
you know, screw one another over and try and make something interesting happen. Yeah. Stuff like that. I did acting classes in high school. Okay. And we did improv, group cool. improv. Yeah. So they'd like give this, us a scenario. Yeah. And then we'd have For to sure. act it out and come up with whatever yeah. we wanted to come up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I did that. But that was, was a very, very long time ago. That was also a very long time ago. <laughs> so I kind of forget about that I did that. But yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I think that it helps you learn how to be on stage. Yeah. I think that when you're, because I spent most of my youth on a stage somewhere. I was okay. probably on stage someplace. Um, and being on a stage and having hundreds of pe people look at you is something that is a skill that you that you can learn right. to like get over. Like you just have to learn to get over it. Mm -hmm. Some people have a harder time getting over it than others, but you can learn to do it. And so when you're on it at a on stage at a young age, it becomes a second nature for you. So you right. are comfortable in those big crowded situations and you don't like lock up or not know what to do. So like, I think it's super important to be up there and doing stuff and putting yourself out there right. at a young age. Cause you'll, it'll just be part of what's normal to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, what's, uh, what's coming up for you? What are your, what are your plans? So like, I, like I said, I'm doing, um, an audition for America's Got Talent. So yeah. that's the thing I'm working on now. Sure. I'm trying to figure out what is appropriate <laughs> for, right. um, for someone who goes so blue. Yeah. And get a little dirty. So you have to kind of scale it back it a little bit. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I want to do improv. That they do open mic night, so yeah. that's going to be my next goal is probably... Yeah. Do you have a plan? Like, do you have a time frame that you are going to do this? And I'm not trying to hold you to anything, <laughs> but do you have one? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm definitely... I was going to do one this weekend, but then it's my husband's uh, birthday, so I can't oh, do it this weekend. No. You know, it's so set, upsetting. He ruins everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're going to have a great day. Um, I have lots planned. Sure. And yeah, I'm thinking maybe the next weekend. I'll do the improv. Awesome. So that'll be my first one, and I'm going to submit my um, audition. My goal is by Friday, so Fantastic. I already pretty much have it done. Yeah? Yeah. So what do you like to do in Los Angeles outside of all of this, uh, like, comedy and stuff? Like, what is something about Los Angeles that you just really love to go and do? I love hiking. You also. <laughs> I love hiking. Yeah, hiking's great. No, I, I've been to the Griffith Observatory mm -hmm. area in Griffith Park, and I've been to, um, what's the really, Run, Runyon, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, yeah that's I was my like favorite. the one that everyone goes to, mm -hmm. that one, yes. I go there a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where have you gone? Where's some hiking that you've been that's um, really been fun? Well, Runyon, then we do this tradition like on Christmas every year, Aww. well, for the past couple years, we go to the Hollywood sign. Okay. And the cool. thing is, it's a, such a long hike, so we generally don't do it very often. Is it... I thought that they had said that it wasn't a... Like, it was closed down at one point. Maybe. Didn't someone try and, like, mess up... Didn't they mess up the Hollywood sign for a little while? Well, when they put Hollyweed? Yeah, Hollyweed. <laughs> and then didn't they, like, close down the, the trail, I thought? Oh, okay. I don't okay. think so. Um, That's I mean, I'd you can't heard. go touch the Hollywood sign, but you can go behind it or oh, nice. in front of it. Cool. So we go behind it. Yeah. And Do you get a really nice, is it a nice view of Los Angeles or just a, just genuinely a nice place to hang out or? Like literally when you go up there on Christmas, it's cold, 
by the time you get up there, it's cold, and you just, you're like, I take a couple pictures, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's Hiking been Hiking is about moving forward, not and standing still and looking around. Exactly. So it's like, I made it, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Cool. Because then I'm like, I need to get down so I can go, <laughs> I Yeah. <need> pee, <laughs> you know, like, there's right, all this of things. Course. Get all back right, well, to life. we were about to close this out, actually. Okay. So, um... Is there any one last thing that you want to say about comedy or about Los Angeles specifically to our audience? Los Angeles, um, it's a tough city to live in, but it's also a great city to live in. And um, I think to people who just move here, like some, for me, it was really hard in the beginning, but the longer I stayed and the more I put myself out there, the more I loved it. Oh, good. That's awesome. Okay. So we always at the end say goodbye together to our audience. So three, two, one, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> That is so fun. Right? Yeah. I think so. That is really fun. Wasn't that awesome? Uh, Kurt was just the best. He found an excellent place to hang and record the pod. It was an LA experience in and of itself. Next time on the podcast, I'm going to cover Universal City Walk. See you next time on SoCal Stories.